You're listening to the Murphology Podcast. Thanks for tuning into the Murphology Podcast. I'm your host, Kathy, aka Murph, and I am here to give tips and information about group bicycling and bicycle touring with a focus on the Midwest and hopefully provide some entertainment for you as well. So this week we're going to do a special edition of Morphology Podcast. Um, actually, we're recording over the holidays. Today's actually Christmas Day, so anybody else who's listening to this on Christmas week, uh, happy holidays. Um, I wanted to take advantage of time with family. Um, I do have several cousins and family members who uh, do biking here and there, so I'll start out today with uh, my favorite brother, Mike Murphy. Hello. Hey, Mike. Hello. <laughs> Wait, I'm your only brother. Oh, shoot. Yes, oh, yeah. that is there true. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Um, so, Still favorite. Yeah. So uh, I probably, it's probably not fair for me to say that I taught you everything you know, but since this is my podcast, I'm just going to say it and you can defend it if you want. Mm-hmm. No, you did. You basically taught me everything I know. <laughs> Very thankful for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Over these holidays. Uh, <laughs> well, we want to talk specifically about bicycling because this is a, this is a podcast about bicycling. So um, I'm going to ask you a few questions. First off, the biggest question is, how did you get into biking as an adult? As an adult. So, I, you know, I had a, I don't know, I'd say a really strong love for biking, but as, yeah. as a kid and getting around town, you know, that's where it started. Sure. And then as you get older, you start to get heavier. And so I was looking for ways to stay fit and running. You know, I did a lot of running and that was sort of getting boring. Yeah. And then I had a big influence. There was this gal named Kathy Murphy. Oh, that's me. Who did a lot of biking. So I was like, man, maybe I should give this a shot. And started, (laughs) um, you know, started doing, I wasn't doing like races necessarily, but doing like, like small triathlons and started, realized I really enjoyed it. It was fun. It was a good release. It was a good way to, you know, cover you know, more ground than when you, when you're running. Oh yeah. So you get yeah. to see a lot and then did a few rag bries. I would say a few days of a few rag bries and yeah. that was a lot of fun. And, yeah. um, just the biking community has this kind of camaraderie. It's an interesting, um, it's yeah. An it's, interesting kind of culture. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, thinking of rag bry, I unfortunately or fortunately talk about rag bry a lot on this podcast and, uh, you and I have done rag bry together, like you mentioned, a couple of days here and there. Mm-hmm. But one year in particular, um, like I've been on a team, a shout out to Team Stiff. So we <laughs> we followed the bus once and we had our father yes. be our support vehicle. He had like your the family minivan, I oh, think. Yeah. yeah. And so we get to some town. I don't remember what it was. I'm going to guess Eagle Grove, but I don't know if that's true. And our team, Team Stiff, the Team Stiff bus was uh, camping at a... Uh, country club like a golf course country club so we were literally camping on the course and uh, my dad wanted to be as far away from the party as possible because he wanted to be able to sleep so we we camped like we walked like seemed like a good idea at the time before we carried our tents for a mile and a half forever we literally carried our gear forever and then um I don't know I I'm guessing you and I probably hit our tents like I don't know, 11 o'clock at night. We, we partied for a little bit. Yeah. And then um, it, the bar was still open. So let's guess it's maybe 1230 or 1 a.m. Huge storm rolls yes. in. I mean, trees were falling yes. on the golf course. It was scary. Yeah. And we're all, ye- we're each in our own tent. So we're yelling, you know, trying to get my dad awake. 
his tent was literally rolling. Rolling. I mean, <laughs> he didn't have it like staked down or no, something. Oh, it was crazy. So yeah. he somehow found his glasses, I think. And we all ran for the golf course and we're standing underneath like the awning of the golf course trying to figure out what the heck we're going to do. And then I look inside the golf course and I see almost everyone in my team is still partying (laughs) away. They don't even know it's raining. Everyone, you know, forgot to put their uh, tent flap, you know, Mm, the The rain guard, the rain gear thing on. Oh, yeah. Nobody slept at all that night. And I'm pretty sure what we did is we borrowed a golf cart, went and got our gear and then. We either slept in the minivan. We slept in the van. I and remember. then we drove yeah. home the next day. Yeah. Yeah. Dried everything and yep. came back. Came back. Yeah. <laughs> everything was absolutely soaked. Oh my God. Uh, that was, was. And yeah. I remember when we met back up with the team, everyone had been on like no sleep. Everything mm-hmm. was still wet. Oh God. It was an awful experience. But, but with that said, we were biking <laughs> and it was fun. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was good. It was fun. Yeah. yeah. And uh, one of my favorite moments, uh, we're biking along. And somebody had thrown a banana peel. <laughs> and as we're, you know, there's hundreds of thousands of people biking and everyone was yelling, you know, banana down, we got a banana down. And, <laughs> which, you know, you say that when there's a biker down, but yeah. it's also, you know, you could get in some trouble. You could. I mean, bananas are slippery. It's a, a hazard, you know? Yeah, yeah. You don't want to take them for granted. Yeah. So looking back as a young adult, um, a lot of people will get back into biking when they go to college because they oh, right. have to. Yep. Did you have a bike in college? I did, and it's interesting because I had a the the bike that I had. It was a Cannondale mountain bike, so I enjoyed mountain yeah. biking. But it cost more than my car, so oh. <laughs> I took it. I took it sort of seriously. I didn't have a very nice car, but um, you know, I took it sort of seriously. And um, like you said, it was. I mean, I rode that thing the entire year round. So I remember. Yeah. Um, you know, in the snow, ice, remember some good falls on the ice, um, not realizing that a bike doesn't really perform on the ice very well. (laughs) One particular, can I tell a quick story? Of course. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. So there, um, a new thing happened at the University of Iowa. They instituted these bike, like police bike, um, folks. And they would kind of monitor bikers and make sure they were following the rules, et cetera. So So like cops on bikes, cops on bikes, but they were just like campus. They were students. Oh, so if, oh. if you had a resume in biking, like, hey, I'm a good biker, um, yeah. they would deputize you as a, a bike police. And so we used to make fun of them, like, oh, come <laughs> right. on. Well, one day I'm going to class and I cut through, run a red light, and this guy, like, takes off after me. I'm on like, his oh. bike? Yeah, so I'm like, forget this. I, I, you know, I can outrun this guy. So I'm, I'm going to beat hell and running. To, oops, sorry. Can I say that? Yeah, you can okay, say so, that. <laughs> so then I'm, uh, like, riding. It's, like, between classes, so there's students everywhere Everywhere. i'm like yelling out of the way out of the way and i go clear across campus and this guy wouldn't give up i keep looking back and he's just (laughs) he's like i'm not gonna give up eventually i give up i'm like i I couldn't breathe i'm about ready to pass out and and so he um he's like hey man you know what's going on and then he's asked for my id i'm of course i'm like i don't have an idea i mean so i gave him a bicycle i gave him one of the guys from my fraternity who we always when anybody gets in trouble they always use this guy's name so um for that day i was george eversman (laughs) sorry george you got in trouble for that but that was a, that Shout was out a, to George. Yeah, that was a college bike story. It was fun. Oh, my God. So did I like, get a ticket or anything? No. Or did George? Oh, no, I did get a ticket, but it was like a, it was a, you know, like one of those fake, fake. tickets. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. It, was, it was funny. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And I, I congratulated the guy. I'm like, man, well done. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't give up, man. Yeah. <laughs> man, wow. Well, uh, looking back to, you know, obviously we're brother and sister, so we've grown up together. Mm-hmm. But um, I think I've mentioned this on a podcast before, but I, my first bike that I remember was, you know, banana seat, had the ape hanger handlebars, and it was called Miss America. Yes, I remember that bike it well. It was red, white, and blue. 
Yes, yeah, seems and a thing of beauty. Do you also remember that you sang a song about Miss America? <laughs> I do remember something about Miss America hunk and Hunk of Junk. Um, yeah. I can't remember where it stemmed from, but I think I had Envy, you know, bike envy because seri- it was much yeah. cooler you, than whatever bike I had. Yeah, you probably did, but uh, there may have been some tears. I may have cried a couple times about <laughs> that, that damn song, yeah. yeah. But I do remember beating the heck out of that bike because you were into BMX. Oh, yes. And so um, we lived in a town, it's a kind of suburb of Cedar Rapids, Iowa. It's called Marion. And we lived kind of in an area where there were like railroad tracks. Mm -hmm. So it was land that wasn't being used. And you and your buddies, I don't know how you did it. Do you remember that? You used to make... Make the trails. Amazing BMX trails. Oh, yeah. So, well, the house before, there was a section of Bowman Woods, if anybody knows Cedar Rapids. Yeah. And it was called the Fishbowl. Okay. Anybody out there who's a little bit older will remember this this fishbowl. So it was like an old creek bed and you would kind of start and go down a couple hills and then you'd come back the other side and there'd be a big jump. (laughs) And so me and me and the the guys, we, um, we stacked up at one point we had, I want to say like 10 tires, like old tires Yeah. stacked them up and we were jumping these tires and trying to clear them. (laughs) I mean, in hindsight, I'm surprised. I can't believe I didn't get killed. Yeah. Um, so that's where it kind of started. It was like, okay, we had fun, you know, jumping these tires and then we moved to this new area and we're like, all right, we're going to rebuild the fishbowl. We're going to have the the fishbowl squared. It's going to be much better. Of course, it was pretty lame. It wasn't as good as the original, but that, that's where it started. And yeah. then we, you know, it was still pretty good. It was fun. Yeah. We had some jumps and um, did did those uh, did that kind of stuff. So yeah, it was fun. and I'm pretty sure I tried to take Miss America on those, <laughs> um, but it was me and uh, I think her name was Karen and Chris and Carrie, yeah. and we, you know, like so all you guys would be building your trails and like you know oh, yep. using shovels and tires and stuff and for then for some reason us girls would all be there and we were making a fort mm. so we would make a place that you guys would come and yeah you know we'd have snacks and stuff <laughs> it's like <laughs> crazy stuff yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, you mentioned briefly that you did a couple like sprint triathlons oh yes and i kind of remember this because i remember yep. you your first son was very young and i think i came out with him to cheer you on. Oh yeah, that's that right. Yeah, the uh, sprint. Uh, yeah, the, pig man. The pig man. That's right. The pig man. Here yeah, in Iowa. yeah, yeah. So, do you even remember right. like what training was like at that point in your life, as far as uh, biking and? Yeah, it was. At times, it was sort of miserable right. because uh, the pig man, if I recall, was like in June. I want to say and yes. this was the sprint version. I know they do a longer course in the, yeah. in the later in the summer. So you had to start training in Iowa in cold, cold. cold. Like you, really, you needed to start by the latest, say yeah. March, yeah. You know, probably earlier than that. So I remember being on the trainer in the basement and um, grinding it out. I, if anybody's been on a trainer, that that's one of the most boring things. <laughs> well, in now the world. They, they're Zwift, so now yeah. You today, do... Peloton, all these great yeah. things, but it, yeah. it used to just be you slap your bike in here. And oh, it's brutal. You put yourself in front of a TV, and yep. um, so it was an exercise and. Just mental uh, yep. strength, but then you, you'd get out onto the the roads, but and it would be cold, so you would have to really bundle up, yep. get, get dressed up and warm, and um, really started to 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 enjoy it. That's where I really started like riding the bikes yeah. and, and running, and it, and it gave you um, a destination, something to to train for, rather than just go you know casually ride. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I do recall. I don't know if this is when you were training, but um, so I live in Cedar Rapids, and at that time you lived in a real small town. I don't know, 15, 20 miles away. Mm -hmm. And I was riding my bike on the trail, just doing a fun ride on my own. And I ran into you. 
and you were, I think, coming from work on your way home. Okay, yeah. And yeah. I was like completely floored because from your work at that time to your home was what, 15? It was 20 miles. 20 miles. 20 miles. Each way. Each way. So you were commuting to work that way. Yeah. Not every day. No, but it still, was, the fact yeah. that you did it. Yeah. So, it, you know, as, as you ride longer, everybody who rides a lot will, you know, you get, you get more endurance, more strength. So then, yeah. then I was, and, and a lot of the guys I worked with were riding bikes and doing events. So I, I'm like, man, I'm just going to ride to work one day yeah. and see how it goes. And it, it was fun because the way there, I'm like, it's mostly downhill. downhill. <laughs> I'm like, man, I am a hero. You know, I'm averaging like 20 miles an hour. <laughs> And there was one big hill when you get closer to work, but then on the way home, it's the other way. Yeah, so it's then it's a, mostly uphill, and yeah. I think the wind was in my face the entire way. Yeah, and it was like ninety-five degrees. So, right, each uh, way. Yeah. But it was fun. It was it was a nice break, and yeah, uh, like I said, you wouldn't do it every day. Right. Yeah. So now you live in Austin, Texas, which mm-hmm. um, I would say, if you're hardcore cyclist, have a lot of time on your hands. The cycling there is. Uh, amazing because it, there's nothing flat in Austin. It's it's the the, the guys there that are good yeah. are nuts. They're so 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 good. They're and, so, and the hills are crazy crazy yeah. steep. Um, yeah. But it's beautiful. So yeah, if, if you're a cyclist, it's that's the place to be. Right. And yeah. there's some I'm sorry I can't remember the event. We may have to cut this out if I don't. Okay. But there's an event uh that's meant to like let people suffer as much as they can. It's yeah, the to Helen back. They to Helen call back, it. Yeah. yeah, it's uh, they cut. There's a, there's a series of very famous hills in in the Austin area, and they hit every single one of these. Yeah. So by the end of the day, you've climbed about twelve thousand feet, oh. and it's a hundred and ten miles. Oh man, and this Brutal. isn't for the faint of heart. So yeah. the people that even register for this are very strong bikers, and yeah, so you, <laughs> it's a test. Wow. And they actually go right in front of our house because one, so one, one of your the hills big is hills your house. is the Big View Hill. Dang! If you look that up, you'll see, and it's it's a, a series of extremely steep yeah. stair step. You're just like, okay, it's we're done. Then you're like, oh no, there's another. <laughs> then you're like, oh thank God, oh another. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, no, please. Wow. That's when you hope you had a, the the battery powered motorized assist bikes. Yeah, the e bikes. Yes. Yeah. Hope yeah. the battery doesn't go dead. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, you know, we're coming up on year. I think it's year 47 for Ragbri. Do you think, you know, maybe as your kids, you know, are out of the house in college, you'll ever come back and do Ragbri again? Oh, I would think so. It's, yeah. it's um, you know, it's a more casual well, for sure. setup. You yeah. don't have to really win. Yeah. You don't have to, you know, train necessarily as hard. So, yeah. Um, and what's fun is just to see all the different towns. Sure. You know, after a while, for sure, for sure you, you, they all look the same. You know, you got a water tower in a little <laughs> town with a bunch of pie. Yes. So, but it is, it is a, it's a lot of fun. And just yeah. the, you know, the people you meet and all that, it's great. Good food. Just, it's, oh, yeah. it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Well, good. Well, thanks so much for being on the podcast. It's kind of fun. Uh, yeah. Uh, get to hang out with you yeah. while you're in town and uh, let the listeners see how cool my bro is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised I made the cut for this, but uh, yeah. Well, it's not it's not on yet. We, okay, we, we'll see. Yeah, we, we may delete all this. <laughs> there yeah. you go. Anyway, thanks, Mike. Yep, you bet. A quick interruption to tell you this week's podcast is sponsored by MooseTreksBikepacking.com. This company loves bikepacking and has the quality gear to prove it. Check out their website, moosetrexbikepacking.com. Now back to the show. Okay, well, I have another guest on the show. Hi, guest. Hello. <laughs> so with me now is, well, I think I'm just going to say it, my favorite cousin because naturally we're in a space where all the other cousins who are in the other room can't hear this, 
And I don't know if they listen to the podcast, but once it's live, it won't matter. Cat's out of the bag Cat's now. Cat's out of the bag. It's my favorite cousin, Ryan. <laughs> Ryan B., you know, to you know, mm-hmm. keep you anonymous because mm-hmm. I know you're ra- you're you're afraid that this is going to become super popular, <laughs> and that everyone's going to be like, "There's Ryan." There's a chance. <laughs> so anyway, I'm glad that you could be on the podcast today. Yes. Yes. Happy to be here. Yeah, here we are on Christmas. Um, we'll start out by giving me an idea uh, where you live, okay. because I already know where you live. But tell the listeners where you live and how you would describe the cycling culture. Uh, well, I live in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. Uh, yes, Cedar Rapids, Iowa. Yeah. Um, and Cedar Rapids is really the biking community here is really awesome. It is. I mean, there yeah. are so many trails. There's so many bar stops. Yeah. There's so many people, and everybody is friendly. Everybody yeah. is nice to each other. Yeah. You know, you, you're pulled off on the side of the trail and, you know, 10 people will stop and ask you if you need something. Yeah. So it's kind of a neat place. And the nice thing, like you mentioned, if you're, if you're about biking and bar stops, we've got tons of those. Mm-hmm. But the nice thing too, is if you're, you know, let's say you're training for an event, which we're going to talk about in a little bit, mm-hmm. you can literally get on a bike trail and go to another town. You yeah. can go 50 miles north and I think we're getting closer to 30 miles south. Yeah, pretty close. And little towns in between and, you know, mm-hmm. breweries or restaurants and oh, yeah. all kinds of fun stuff. So, yeah. Well, do you remember, you know, we all had bikes when we were kids. I'm mm-hmm. sure since we are favorite cousins that I probably rode bikes with you when we were teeny tiny. When you babysat me. When I used to babysit you, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if we rode bikes. I can't remember, but. Oh, I'm sure we did. I'm sure. Or I just like walked behind you with you on your bike mm-hmm. and training wheels. But do you remember how you got into biking as an adult? Um, well, actually, interesting that you asked the question. Yeah. Because, so... We used to live a couple blocks away from each other. Yeah. Back in 2004, I think, maybe okay. five, somewhere in that range. Yeah. And uh, you started your Wednesday night bike club That's nights. That's right. And I was like, oh, I got to do this. <laughs> Meet some new people. Yeah. And so, yeah, it was a lot of fun. So, so I bought a bike then and. Wait, so that's how you it. got back into it as an adult was yeah. because I was doing my... Mm-hmm. Wow. Yep. Yeah, so I started Wednesday Night Bike Club in 2003. Okay. And literally, we would start promptly at 6 p.m. all year round. So mm-hmm. whether it was dark at 6 p.m. or light. And we, at that point, we would ride like, I don't know, 15, 20 miles away. Mm-hmm. Maybe have one beer and then come back. And then based on whether you had stuff to do on Thursday, mm-hmm. you would sit at that place and drink yourself silly or grab something to eat and go home. Mm-hmm. Or I don't know. I was probably on the borderline of drink myself silly back then. But <laughs> Yeah, so did I. Yeah. And, you know, Wednesday Night Bike Club still exists. It's a little bit different. You know, mm-hmm. we, we still bike a lot. But anyway, how cool is that? <laughs> yep. Yep. So you got a bike and joined us and... Yep. I did. Wow. Yep. It was pretty fun. I hope I was good to you. You were. (laughs) Of course you were. So uh, have you biked in any cool places? You know, I know you mentioned Cedar Rapids, of course. Like, have you ever gone outside of Cedar Rapids for biking? Uh, Yeah. Actually, I ride a lot in in the Madison area. Oh, yeah. um, Because I have a a job that takes me into Madison. Okay. So I'll put my bike in the backseat of the car Mm -hmm. and uh, we'll ride around the evenings. Uh, up there they got great trails oh my gosh there. i love madison yeah it's yeah. pretty fun you can ride the uh the iron man bike course up there yeah. yeah so it's all pretty close to uh to, to madison area yeah well funny you should mention iron man yes because i was going to ask you about the iron man yes so you are an iron man finisher i am 
that's mind blowing to me. Yep. Like uh, the amount of energy, training, mental game. I mean, you're a family man. Like yeah. somehow you had to balance work, wife, kids. Well, when I first did it, yeah, Michelle was pregnant. Oh, geez. So, so it wasn't a big deal as much. I'm going to guess it was a big deal. Well, we should yes. have her in here asking her because she'd be like, he would leave me for five-hour bike rides. Yes, I would. <laughs> uh, but at that time, at least we didn't have our children. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Born yet. But um, yeah. um, What made you decide to do that? Uh, you know, so a friend of mine um, convinced me to do a sprint triathlon. So mm -hmm. I signed up with her yeah. and uh, did it in Ames, Iowa, okay. which I'm not openly proud to admit that I have a uh, <laughs> you know, like a cyclone on a water bottle of mine. Yeah, but which people who are not from Iowa, you should yes. understand, you know, you're a hardcore, Hawkeye fan. hardcore Iowa Hawkeye fan. Yeah, so it's hard to be a cyclone fan if you're a Hawkeye fan. Y yes, yeah. Uh, but yes, so I did that, and uh, as soon as I finished, I was like, this was amazing. I yeah. want to just do this Again. all the time now. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So you decided to do an Ironman, which I'm assuming most people know what an Ironman is, but it's like uh, the the longest multi-sport. Yes. I mean, it's two and a half mile swim. 2.4. 2.4 mile swim. You get off your uh, out of the water and then you change as into quickly your, as you can into yep. your bike gear ride 112 miles ride 112 miles and then it's still the same day mind you right yep then you get off your bike switch into your running gear and then you run a marathon a full marathon yep yep wow it's a good time i don't yeah i don't know yeah but, oh, what was training like or how was training uh it was a lot of training yeah uh, it was a lot of training i mean probably would say the average week you're probably looking at about 13 hours Jeez. of training at its peak it was about 22 hours um yeah i ran i think i rode i ran the calculation i don't remember the specifics but it was about 5500 5800 miles oh my gosh in nine months on That's, top of all the running and the swimming, so. Wow. Yeah, it was fun. Do you remember what it was like to cross the finish line? Uh, vaguely. Yeah. I mean, you kind of just floated across the line. I can't and, imagine. Yeah. Music's pumping. Oh, man. Lights are going. And are we talking, you know, 15, 16 hours, or? It was just under 14. 14. Yep. So, like, think of all the things you do on a normal 14-hour day. Yeah, I'm ready to go to bed after I've been up for 14 right. hours. <laughs> and you were competing, exercising, working every muscle in your body and your brain. Yep. Congratulations. Yeah, thanks. Wow. It was crazy. Do it you was think, fun. Do you think you'd ever do another one? Absolutely. Why? Because it's amazing. <laughs> so you like the adrenaline and the whole... I do. It yeah. is, it's definitely a rush. It's, uh, I, I describe it to my wife. It's like a healthy drug. Oh, nice. Okay. You know, it's, it just gives you that adrenaline that you yeah. got to do. Yeah. So but do you know when you're going to do another one? I'm going to do it in September. Of, of 2020. 21. Yeah. Of 2020. Yeah. 2020. Yep. Okay. Uh, uh, September is the Madison? Madison. Yep. All right. I'm going to have to come and be a spectator. Heck yeah. I've done it before at the Madison. Uh, a spectator. Oh. Not, <laughs> not a participant. I've never. Yeah. I, I don't think I have the drive in me to suffer. Like I did my mm -hmm. first full marathon in 2018, actually. 2018. Okay. And um, that's. 
you know, all my only goal was to finish, and that's exactly what I did. Yep. And I finished it, and I was never, ever, ever going to run again, ever. Like, even and then you did it again. Even to cross the street, I was never going to <laughs> run ever. And then I healed up, and then I did a half marathon in mm-hmm. 2019. But um, the training is really hard for me mentally. Yeah. And I'm not a super fit person in that way that. Like, I'm not trying to be faster. I'm just trying to put in the time. Mm-hmm. So I'd have to maybe have a coach or something if I did it again. Yeah. Well, this, so my first one, yeah. my goal was to finish okay. as well. Yeah. Um, and I did not have a coach. This year, I'm probably going to get a coach. Yeah, I think that would be. Um, just to help. Mm-hmm. You know, I need to figure out a way to be able to balance, you know, now that I have two kids right. and a full-time job yeah. that, you know, requires me to travel. Right. Like, there's no way I could just wing this one. Yeah. And I'm guessing you don't have a pool in your basement for uh, Shockingly, I don't. <laughs> no. But the, uh, the, the high school is not that far away. Oh, sure. I let sure. you swim in it okay. um, in the mornings. Yeah. So you yeah. have to be there at 530 because pool closes at 6.30, so you got to get your one you hour it, in. Right, and yeah, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm super proud of you, but yeah, it's, thanks. yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing your 2020 finish. Oh, it'll be great. <laughs> well, one quick story before we end, because yep. um, I'm thinking about your triathlon, and um, you have a tri-bike, which yep. I don't really know much about tri-bikes, except that they're super fancy and super light. They are super light. Yeah. So you and I decided to, we took the afternoon off of work, or we either, we both were working from home, and I put that in quotes, mm-hmm. and so we decided to go ride Definitely our bikes. Definitely I was working from home. <laughs> yeah, I think we checked our computers. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah, I looked at my phone once yeah. when we got to the bar. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> so we rode uh, to a little town called Center Point, which I don't remember. It was maybe 35 miles round trip. Mm-hmm. But, uh, and I don't recall what time of year it was, but the trail went from cement to kind of limestoney to kind of squishy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Very squishy. Yes. So on the way back, I think I had fenders and I think you thought you had a brake problem, right? Yes. Like you're like, something's wrong. My brakes are sticking. It was very hard to ride. Yeah. You were like really, really suffering. And so we pull over and you tell the story. Yeah. And I had, uh, so where the bike frame wraps around the tire was completely impacted with oh, mud. Completely. Yeah. That we had to basically almost had to take the tire off yeah. in order to get it so yeah. the tire would flow right. and run freely. So, And yeah. what, what bike was that? Like that was a, your tri-bike, wasn't it? Yeah, it was it? mine. Yeah, I, I ride a, a felt V16. Uh, okay. So it's my fancy uh, carbon fiber. Yeah, that you probably... Super light. That Probably yeah. shouldn't be on the squishy bike trails, but you know, no. we didn't know it at the no. time. We did not know that that was going to happen. No, but, we didn't. And then I do recall we got back to wherever we were going and we had a beer and... I remember taking a photo from the knees down. We were of just our ankles. <laughs> mud, complete mud. Yep, yep. But you know, you know, once you get to that point, you don't even care. And you, but, but there was nowhere to go. Yeah. You had to drive, you know, pedal through it. Yep. So anyway, yep. yeah, yeah. Well, Ryan, thank you so much for being on the podcast. I know um, once you become famous, uh, you'll remember that it all started here on the Morphology Podcast. Absolutely. <laughs> and actually, we should interview you after your trath or your Ironman. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds good. Good. Well, thanks for being on the show. No problem, Kathy. See ya. Go to your favorite podcast platform and please subscribe, rate, and review the Morphology Podcast. Also, check out morphologypodcast.com to find all kinds of great info. And if you have a topic, email me at morphologypodcast at gmail.com. 
I appreciate your time today, and thanks for tuning in to listen to this week's shortened family-focused morphology podcast. I leave you with this quote from the unwritten book of morphology. This quote comes from Dr. Seuss. Because when you stop and look around, this life is pretty amazing. Think about it.